Welcome to. But that's, but not, that's important. not important right now. Right now. <laughs> Why is it you, the start of a new year, Ian Reed? Start of a bloody new year, and we still can't talk in sync. What the hell is that all about? Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all our listeners. I'm sorry. Happy, yes, Jared. happy New Year to you guys listening. I'm yes. sorry, Jared. I, I, you don't know, be- I don't know. I don't know when it is when it is not in vogue to say Happy New Year. When do you stop saying Happy New Year? I think you stop saying Happy New Year by about, let's see. You see, by the 16th of January, you stop saying Happy New Year. Because, oh, oh God, I mean, for me, that is it. That's a cutoff point. All right. right? So yeah. this episode will be coming out on Monday. This will come out on Wednesday. Monday. Okay, so this is Wednesday. So it's coming out on the on the uh, 17th, I think it is. 17th. Right. So yeah. officially, according to your cutoff point, you should not say Happy New Year. Well, but, we're saying but it now. We'll say it, we'll say it now, but okay, you all know what we mean. We, we know, yeah, know exactly. Mean. All right, so we hope. Now, the reason why we don't sync is because Zoom has a delay. Ah, There's a delay right. between, between you and I when you hear me and when I talk. You yes. know about these things. You know, I do. It's, it's so... It's not like, you know, live TV where you have a little five-second delay to stop the movies from there, showing there we go. or the M&Ms from making um, the, the F you comment, you know, <laughs> so you can block it out. It's not like that. It's, it's, it's the nature of the technology. So we will continue to be out of sync for our welcome to, but that's our point right now. So the hell with all here, we're just going to do it wherever we feel like. Yeah, what we This yeah. is season three. Season three. This is season three. So we encourage you if you are now joining us. My name is Ian Reed. And my name is Jared Butts. Yes, that is my real name, by the way. Yes. So, yes. So um, you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with advertising? Well, let's just say this, that Ian and I spend a significant amount of time working at a particular agency that shall remain nameless. And right now, Ian is working on a particular project. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's his own. He's pretty much his own boss, I guess. Uh, and I, well, I decided that after being uh, a senior writer for for eight and a half years, from 2007 to 2015, I figured let me uh, reconnect with my roots, and my roots happen to be in radio. So at the moment, I'm doing uh, two radio shows, one in the uh, morning from 6 to 9 a.m. That's my regular time slot. And I'm doing another show from 3 to 6 p.m. But that's only because I'm just filling in for the other guy who's not uh, feeling well. Yeah, that's a temporary so, thing. That's a temporary thing. Te- so that's a temporary thing. But we're glad so, yeah. because both times are traffic times. So, Both times are happen to be prime time, in terms of radio, in terms of of, of gaining, uh, particular you know gaining listenership. Are you going to be the person you're replacing? Um, I think his name is Luis Hart. Are you That's going correct. to be as perverse as Luis? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be. 
I would love to be. Don't get me wrong. I would love to be as perverse as Luis, but that is not going to happen. I too have a warped imagination. I know but you do, think- but the point is, the point is, I think, you, I think, I think, because of the, the time slot in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and the, and yeah. The, I, I, we all we've listened to Luis for more than twenty something years, and his man yeah. is an institution. Um, yes. I always wondered if you know you could at least try to to tell some of the, the stupid jokes that he does tell. You know, at least. Well, I, I would, I, like I said, I would. You see, the thing about it is. I am not Luis, and Luis isn't me. Yeah, so yeah. I I try my best to 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 not be anything like him. I mean, yeah. like I said, the potential for me to be like him is there, but at the same time, I would feel a heck of a lot more comfortable. I mean, this is a guy who once said Godzilla has a phallic complex because he wants to go <laughs> after the Empire State Building. And, and 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 I, and I asked him, wait a minute, that's that's not Godzilla, that's King Kong, because you all know that King Kong. For those of for those of you guys out there who happen to be fans of classic films, we all know, you know, that King Kong was a guy who climbed the Empire State Building, you know, with, with his with his with his um <clears throat> his captive lady, and and yeah, and of course the plane shot him down. Spoiler alert: they kill they kill the poor the poor guy. But no, Godzilla. But then, he, and he, and he, and he can ripped. you say he ejaculated from the building? That's terrible. <laughs> now you see, I've known Luis for a long time. I've worked with Luis for a long time, and I don't think I've ever heard him say anything that bad. <laughs> I, 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 I could. I think I could put my head on a chopping block and say that. People have asked, and this is interesting. People have asked um, me in particular, you know, how come you and Luis don't do a show together? Yeah. And I'm thinking, no, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, I don't think so. and it's not it's, it's not a good idea because yeah. I could never be the yin to Luis's yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, straight person. Uh, what's his name when he when he moved over? Who does the show before? Um, that would be Mike does- Ross. Right. Mike Ross is a straight guy. Right? Mike Ross is so a straight guy. Mike, yep. When Mike and Luis come on together, it's actually not bad because Mike and Luis have a nice little tete yep. Mike, Mike right. is a straight. Mike is a straight. I, I, I use the word straight in the word, the classic sense, not in the new sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. Straight down in terms, of, in terms of comedy, in terms of traditional yeah, it's, comedy. Yeah, in terms of, you know, um, presentation. You know, he's yeah. a serious guy. You know, Mike is a walking encyclopedia of, of music knowledge. And um, Luis is just wildness. <laughs> anyway, Luis we don't, wanna, we don't wanna move too far off the topic. So uh, just so uh, people who are still listening to us who have not signed off because uh, shit, this is not what I continue to listen to. Um, we, if you haven't listened to us before, you can listen to seasons one and two, which is, something we started last year um, in the beginning, in the middle of the, what we now call the pandemic, because we wanted to try to not just, you know, connect and keep, keep ourselves, you know, you know, seen or whatever. Um, but we wanted to tell some stories um, right. to people who don't know. And a lot of the inspiration from this came from 
me watching Mad Men and thinking, shit. I live, and, and my friend Jimmy is like, oh, I hate Mad Men. I hate Mad Men. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? But then I understood people don't understand. They, 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 they didn't understand the environment. And they don't understand, you know, the, 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 what went on. And I think when we were in it, we experienced it. And now it's stories that we would like to relate to people because we think it's goddamn funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> and um, our mutual friend, Jason Dukaran, who was also on one of our earlier shows. Yes. Jason is a tech writer. Uh, Jason pointed me to a really funny Reddit. Now, I don't really use Reddit that much, but I've been starting to use it a lot recently. Yeah. Um, what was the name of that thing pointed me to? Um, it. Yeah, it's called anti-work, r slash anti-work. And right, he reads right. it to me, you know, it's, it's sanity. And a lot of it is about your boss relation to the employee. And essentially, working in an agency in advertising is similar to these kind of stories where you have the situation of you have a boss who's telling you what to do you don't entirely agree with what he wants to do, but you do it anyway, and yeah. all hell when shit breaks loose, and then he turns around and says, well, <laughs> why, why didn't you do it your way? And those kind of things. So that's the people who have no experience of working in advertising, if you all are listening, it's just like working in any other company. It's just you're dealing with mad people. <laughs> More mad people than usual, because creative people like Jared and myself. Yeah. I mean, you you have we've, we've thrown things, we've written things on walls. We've thrown things at walls. We've thrown things at each other. We've done yes. things that no normal human being in a normal company. I mean, God forbid you do this stuff in a bank. They would escort you off the premises immediately. <laughs> they would throw your ass in jail. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so many things you tell each other, so many things you tell other people, some things people tell us. You'd be like, why have none of us ever been fired for some of the shit that we've done? And it, it does happen in some agencies. It does happen, you know, in companies. But um, the kind of things that we got away with at the agency is, is you know, it's, story, it's, it's fun stories. Um, so you could go back and listen to some of the previous episodes and get caught up. I mean, this will be here waiting for you. Um, but sure. what we want to do today is we want to kind of talk about the gap where we left off between Christmas and now. And then a kind of little review. I know y'all probably are all sick of reviews of 2021. You don't, you don't even hear about 2021. Nobody wants, to, but, nobody wants to hear about 2021 because 2021 for a lot of people was, uh, was an anus horribilis. Yeah, it was just 2016 version 2. I think somebody called Oh, it my that. God. 2016. 2016 <laughs> is like a child. Yeah. To I call that the demo. That was the demo. The yeah. Demo. <laughs> 2016 was a... You know, I think there are people who would say, God, I wish you could get back to 2016. Because yeah. in 2016... Yeah, because in 2016, you know, uh, there were a lot of celebrity deaths. Muhammad Ali, George Michael, Carrie Fisher... And, and and so on, but this this one, oh my god! And Somebody at the very said, end, 
Somebody said that it all started with the death of Harambe. Which is the gorilla. Which is the gorilla. And that, yeah. that has sparked the conspiracy theory that is the gorilla that started it all. <laughs> but why? Okay. You see, now this, this, is, this is the second reference Harambe to a lives. <laughs> This is the second reference to a simian. You realize that, right? Versus King Kong, now it's Harambe. I'm detecting yeah, a trend here. monkeying around. Yeah, we need to yeah. stop monkeying ah! around. Don't right, need to go right. ape shit on the end. Come on. That's, that's <laughs> terrible. I, I chimpanzee you. Chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Oh, chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. No, oh, good. Get your hands off of me, you filthy dirty ape. <laughs> hey. Oh, you see. This is really, I, I, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, but 2022, the year of soil and green. Yes. That's what they've been saying. Yes. To, to go, we, both Jared and I are very good, for, are very, um, you know, film buffs. And, and one of the yeah. films that we, 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 we have a great thing together. We, our Twitter exchange today was hilarious with, um, you know, Star, Star uh, Trek. With Star Trek. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah you, like Ita- you, you love Italian. And so do you. See, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're because just I'm pretty sure all of our followers are like, what the hell are they talking about? But yeah, today, this, this year is supposed to be soil and green year. Now, there the is year a product. Of, the year of green. Mm-hmm. There is a product for soil and green. You know that? There right? is. Yes, I do. Yeah. And I can't believe it. I and still can't believe that these people are selling this thing. I, I thought it was. It's, it's plant based. But the premise, but the premise behind the movie is is this. Uh, mm. Now the movie is centered in New York City, and New York City has a population in twenty twenty in the nineteen seventy three film. The population of New York City is 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 bursting at the seams. Forty million people, and food is getting to be scarce. So this company, this huge conglomerate, has. Uh, uh, a food alternative called Soylent, Soylent Green. And there are people who think that Soylent Green is made of plankton and, and uh, it's, it's a plant-based food. But the reality of the situation, if you've never seen the movie, you should because uh, the ending is, is, is quite chilling when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just at the end. But it's very But it, um, this guy, this is his last film. Um, Edward G. Robinson. Guy. Ed, yeah, Edward G. Robinson. And it was a great scene. Yes. It was a great scene where they ate real food for the, you know, yeah. they had this That's meal correct. together. And That's correct. That was a great scene. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily believe that that we're in the we're in the year of sovereignty. Um I, I don't <laughs> I don't think so. Um I think I think we're still in the year of Mad Max in a way, because we still have a lot of crazy people, crazy fundamentalist people running around. Um, mm-hmm. But that's not important right now. No, <laughs> um, not right now. But let's go back to twenty twenty one a little bit and talk about the advertising. Um, what I mean, what we want to talk about later on in the in the, in the season is we want to. Bring in some people to talk about the, or we do that from time to time. Bring in people. Uh, we talk about the political advertising that occurred for the 
Tobago elections in yes. tw- at the end of 2021. Uh, I mean, kind of, yeah, yeah, we just kind of mentioned it here because they spent a shitload of money. A ton of cash. <laughs> yeah, a ton of lost. cash. Just, 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 I think it was a case of, of the ruling party throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, hoping to get some degree of traction because it's felt that but you see, the thing about it is, the thing that people tend to forget is you could spend millions upon millions of dollars, have the best people come up with the catchiest lines, and you're selling the product. And if people are not, and no matter what you do, people are not going to buy it. They're just not going to do it because they don't trust. That level of trust is not there. Why did they gravitate towards a party that was relatively new it's been around i think for like what for about five or six years now and what they and they had and they operated on a on a on a on a shoestring budget really they didn't have the kind of reach that the ruling party had they didn't have the kind of influence that the ruling party had they certainly didn't have the kind of money that the ruling party had and yet yet they were able to achieve the unthinkable they won 14 of the 15 seats. And keep in mind, too, that this this ruling party spent not just money on advertising, but came up with all sorts of fantastic offers, um, hampers, um, housing, free housing, that kind of thing. Figuring that they're this called, is... They're called political, political um, goodies. The goodies. Yeah, political <laughs> goodies in, 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 in the season. But the, but 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 our Tobagonian brothers and sisters were not having it. They simply yeah. were not having it, and they said, "To hell with you!" And yeah. they went with the other, which is again, it's 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 breathtaking when you think about it. Um, yeah. But you see, the thing about it is, it's one thing to have the reach and and and, and a war chest in terms in terms of getting the message across, but. The reality of the situation is, if people look at that and they and they were able to see right through it, they're, they're just going to say, "Forget you. We're going to go with this guy instead." Because, yeah. and I think it's it's also, and you see, the thing about advertising is that sometimes, sometimes, and this is especially true of political advertising. We can go back to 2016. We can go back to 2016 when. Uh, if we believed, but and then and then we're going to have to talk about polling in the U.S. election. We're going to have to say how the polls predicted this was going to happen, and it didn't happen that way at all. But of course, she did win the popular. Hillary Clinton did win the popular vote, but Trump. Um, Trump's let's, win. let's not even talk. Yeah, let's not even talk about Trump's loss, which has yeah. caused nearly, in in my mind, nearly uh-huh. very very close. To, I wouldn't call it civil war, but yeah. some sort of civil unrest. We were, they were, we were on the cusp of seeing the United States implode, and 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 that's it's it's coming down to now to people saying that that wasn't an insurrection. You know, an insurrection was what we saw in 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 in, in, in Iran, not Iran, um, Afghanistan when when, when yeah. they left. You know, that, yeah. that was an insert. No, 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 dude. This thing 
this thing, if if the person question didn't do, I mean, we don't want to talk politics in this podcast, yeah. but just to say that I saw all of the political advertising for both parties and it turned me off. Both parties. Right. And I, right. I, I, I would be I'll be open and honest and say Kamala Harris rubs me the wrong way. I, I don't know why she okay. just does. Um, okay. And I'm sorry. And I'm not a supporter of Ocasio Cortez either. I think she, okay. she has some very, very, very strange and weird ideas of, of, of things. But that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm completely like, oh my God, Trump really did win. They're like, absolutely not. So that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. But again, what, I'm, what I said is I looked at both sides of the equation and I'm like, everybody's wrong. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> this whole thing is wrong. Everything is so, wrong. But but so, coming back to, to, to yeah. our local election situation, yes. all the advertising that they spent, all the money that they spent, everything that they pumped into getting people to want to go and vote for them, really didn't make a difference because people's minds were already made up. You see? Exactly. And, and and now we're living in a situation, and this is just not political advertising. This is this is brand, this is brand um, loyalty, right? Yeah. So how how do you get as a brand? How do you get the person to switch? And, and the managing director of the agency, he always said so. He says, "How are you going to get somebody who swears by drinking Pepsi?" to try Coke, that one guy, how are you going to get that one guy? And in the 80s and 90s, it wasn't such a big deal. You know, you do have a little bit of gimmick, you, you get um, Michael Jackson yeah. to burn his hair off or something. And and, yeah. and, and people, would, people would like, okay, maybe I should just try it. I think we're in a situation now where people have made brands so much part of their life it's almost religion. I wouldn't even call it religion. Not yet. There's a, maybe a little bit of a cult following. And social yeah. media has a lot to do with this. And we've mentioned this before, that social media has come to the point where um, it has really polarized the, 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 the positioning. You're either this or you're not. Or you're either that or this. And it's that's wrong. Absolutely wrong to say, I don't think anybody should always say they I I am this and not that. You should at least try to be middle ground, but you know, you get cuts for that too. But the thing yeah, about I, I it would, is okay. Mm-hmm. The thing is what I'm saying is is that to change somebody's mind now is harder than ever. And I'm seeing it every day. And not not just not just for you know in the case in the case of how things are now. But if an influencer on Instagram tells you to go and try Clark shoes because they wear it, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do that. I like I like wearing this kind of shoe, and I'll buy this shoe for whatever reason. And there's no there's no tangible reason to come back to to the political party in Tobago. There's no tangible reason why you should get me to vote for you after everything that you've done that proves to me that you should that I shouldn't. You see. So it's very, very difficult now more than ever to get people to switch. You see? I don't know if you agree with that. So you're saying that it was difficult to get people to switch. And yet, and yet, 
How is it that you could have in January of 2021 a 6-6 deadlock? And then all of a sudden, they said, wait a minute. Well, we can't exactly you know, share the, the, the spoils with the opposition, with the, with the opposing side. So what we're going to do is that we're going to alter it in such a way that instead of having 12 seats, we're going to have 15. So the, yeah. the premise was, if you had these six seats, in addition to the nine, the other party would win the six seats, and the ruling party would win nine, and they're home free. But it didn't turn out that way. Because those three, those three additional seats, which were supposed to be strongholds, switched. What made the switch? Was it okay? Was it brand fatigue? Was it based on on the, the reputation of the brand? And the, did the reputation of the brand suffer as a result? Is it that the brand failed to deliver what it had promised? Because you see, it's one thing to be loyal to a brand, but it's another thing to have blind loyalty to a brand. If one day I got up and I said, I love Coca-Cola more than anything in the world. And I'm just using Coca-Cola as a random example. I'm, I'm not saying yay or nay. You enjoy Coca-Cola. You love Coca-Cola. And then all of a sudden, somebody tampered with the formula. I know it's a new Coke kind of thing, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even going there. For some reason, it just does not deliver the way you want it to deliver. Yeah. And they had a bad experience. Maybe the Coke you drank was flat. You know, maybe the Coke you yeah. drank was flat. Yeah, it's and, as simple as that. And, yeah. And something like that could make you say, well, you know what? I've had it. I am tired of this. Yeah. You, you, in, and, and you see, the thing about it, too, is it, it has to be a kind of like a consistent sort of disappointment, consistent level of disappointment. If you've been consistently disappointed with this brand, this brand that you supported all, okay, forget Coke. What about a telecommunications brand, for example? You 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 you, you supported it because you think it's home it's homegrown. You support it because the service is efficient. You support it because whatever reason you're supporting it, and then all of a sudden there are glitches in the in the matrix, so to speak. You can't make calls the way you used to. Um, you, your internet speed is 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 at a snail's pace. You've seen continents drift faster than this, and you're just saying to yourself, "Why? Why should I have to be burdened by this? I don't need this in my life." So you decide to try something new. Another telecommunications company opens up, and they're saying, "Well, hey, you know what?" We are not going to do what, what, what the other telecommunications company did. We are going to change things up a bit. Yeah. And once you, if you, if you haven't tried this before, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. like it, you know, you can always go back to, to where you were before. But once you start, once you say, to you, once you tell the client, once you tell the customer that you, you're, you you say, well, look, we can't promise you this, but we're going to do our best. You promise little, but you deliver more. If you promise little and you deliver more, or promise less and deliver more, you are going to generate a lot of brand loyalty, and they'll be it'll be highly unlikely before they switch to the other brand, the brand that they previously supported. Yeah. 
So it's a question of it's a question of of of, of delivery. It's a question of performance, and then you can say, well, okay, fine, I'm going to stay with you guys now. Forget the other brand. This other brand, yeah, is, I, I, yeah, it's, a, it's it's not as clear cut as that, but I see where you're going with it. Like for example, so right now, right now, I am with the Green Network. The Green Network's last Christmas campaign seemed to me a complete and total failure. I'm sorry. The, the campaign is, was nonsense. Pure and utter rubbish. It said I would nothing. Say, uh-huh. I would say that the campaign is, I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't necessarily call it rubbish because it was, it was well done to a point. It was forgettable. Mm-hmm. It's forgettable. No, but it's not, not, the reason I'm saying that is because there is nothing about it, as you, to come back to what you said, to give me reason if I'm on another network to come to your network. Mm-hmm. You see, all it's really doing is pandering to an existing, its existing base, right? Because the right. existing base is this, right? Yeah. And they're doing what they, what they normally do. It's okay, fine. But there's no reason for me, if I'm on the other network, I, I actually could say the same about the network, the other network. The other network, I didn't see anything at all from them. And the, the smattering of things that I saw from them didn't, didn't impress me either. So they have no reason for me to even switch from the green network to the red network, for example. So the, the, the either one works vice versa. So I'm just here. You haven't gotten me to increase my my plans. You, the other network hasn't successfully given me a reason to switch. And I, I, I don't know how many people. I'm so used so coming back to spending lots of money on an ad campaign. The Green Network probably spent in excess of two to three million dollars on a campaign. Right. What are the results? We never see the results, even when we were at the agency. We never really see the results. You know, they always come back and say, now, this is why when you work for an international company like Nestle, Nestle used to come back with results and say, look, we've got sales and blah, blah, blah. But still, you know, it's still working with a kind of monopoly situation. They really haven't been, you know, we're really not really worried too much about the competition. The competition isn't breathing down their neck. But at the same time, you don't really see, you know, you run the campaign, you spend two million dollars. Everybody goes home. You see him for Christmas and the pastel, and come back out in January. And somebody asks a question: So, how do we do? And people just kind of scratch their heads and go, "Yeah, we have Carnival coming up next campaign." Like, okay, so we didn't learn anything. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't analyze anything. We didn't see what 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 didn't work, and we're right back to square one. We start now. There's no Carnival this year, so I, again. The season that that is for, they're going to have to do something. They're probably yep. going to do some kind of tabanka. And for people who mm-hmm. don't know what a tabanka is, what's a tabanka, Jared? A tabanka is a feeling that you experience when your girlfriend or boyfriend, wife or husband, if there's been a break in the relationship, and and there's no and and that and that's the feeling you get: feelings of of hurt, rejection, despair. That, that that it's it's like a feeling brought on by that by the breakup of a relationship, but that's not important right now. That's not important right now. But what I mean is, is that people are uh, pining for one of my clients is really really pining for carnival because she needs 
that escape and that release or whatever. And there isn't going to be any. And so a lot of these 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 companies are going to be running carnival to banker campaigns. Right. right? You're right. missing carnival, come and take this or whatever. But again, that you really not seeing the opportunities or the, maybe there, there's something else you could do. I don't know. But again, you know, what I'm saying you know is, what is that we spend all this money every mm-hmm. season. Christmas, Carnival, yeah. Easter. Yeah. Um, what, what is it? We call it long vacation. But it's really July, July, August vacation. Yeah. July, August, quote unquote, summer. We don't have no summer here. But, but yeah, we call it that. And then rolls right back into Christmas again. Christmas starts yeah. in November or whatever. And I mean, the thing is, is that no one ever seems locally here to really take stock of, well, did we make any money? Did we sell more? Did we win more by hearts and minds? Did we, yes. did we, did we win the election? <laughs> no. Did we get, and did we, and did we generate, and did we generate new users? Did we come up with, did we have, did we have new customers? Yeah. Were we able to foster a sense of trust, a sense yeah. of brand loyalty? So I, that- think, you know, I think from, from way back from as far as the 50s and 60s when we talk about um, retro advertising, retro advertising has always been we're announcing the product, the sale, the, the, the prices, whatever, and people will come back. Right? That, that was how it was. Now, oh God, um, Sorry, I know. No. Um, now we have a situation of, 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 you know, it's like I said before, the old ways of doing things won't work now because we have so many people, you know, creating situations where it's very hard to get out of the, of, of the little clique that you're in. So if you're in the green network clique, and all your friends in the green network clique, you know, you, 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 and I, I'm pretty sure a lot of ad people or more experts in marketing or whatever will come and tell me, you know, well, there are ways of getting around that, whatever. All right, cool. But right now, it's very, very dis- uh, difficult to, um, to, you know, to, to pull people out of their respective comfort zones. That, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Let me hear what you have to say. Okay, so you're saying that okay, it's difficult for people to pull out of their comfort zone. If we if we were to to go back to to what we had what we had said with respect to the political campaign, um, there were a lot of people who were very much prepared to go out of their comfort zones and try something new. Is it that we have to get to a level of 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 of, for want of a better word, do we have to get to a level of utter frustration? Then we say the hell with it. We'll try it. We'll try it anyway. Is that what it is? Is, is, is that does it have to come to that? Does it have yeah. to come to that point? I mean that that is the thing that that that, that I'm that I'm curious about. Okay, earlier on you said about you were talking about carnival. The people who have a tabanka for carnival. The people yeah. who miss carnival, and that's understandable because this is like what the second year running that we were not we're not, we're not going to have a festival in this country, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying to you that you could be if you if you have the means and you can fly out and enjoy it elsewhere, a carnival, a, a pre-London festival elsewhere, you know, like say you could go to New Orleans 
I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the situation is in New Orleans, but you could go there or you could try someplace else, you know? Um, but the, the time now is so ripe for, for imagination and innovation. There must be a way to come up with a, with a, with a, a marketing strategy that once people get wind of it, they will say, hey, you know what? We could do this instead, or we could do that. We could have a kind of virtual mass. I don't know. Do it in such a way that you could, you know, you could you could convince somebody to, to turn up for work on Carnival Monday in a costume and work like that. Something, just an idea so that you don't really lose the essence of, of, of having a, a time or enjoying yourself. You know what I mean? Something like that. And it's it's it, the, the potential is there to come up with something imaginative and innovative. Yeah. Unfortunately, um once we do something like that, we um we're probably gonna be shot down because the agency heads are going to say, Well, this is not what the client wants, and if this is what the client doesn't want, then we'll just have to do we'll just have to try go with the tried and true tried and true trusted method end of story to hell with you so it's 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 highly disconcerting it's highly disconcerting i think in this part of the world we we don't we're not too keen on 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 wanting to try new things until until we get to a point where we see another alternative and we think it's 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 starting to look good to us, and once it starts to look good to us, we're going to gravitate towards that. We're going to we're going to try. Have a story. Yeah. I have a story, which I think I related on a previous episode, but maybe I'll repeat it here. Um, I think I, I can't remember mentioning it to somebody, but I'll repeat it again. Um, we were tasked with doing a carnival campaign for one of the big brands. I'm not going to say which one, but it's a tech brand, right? And um, in the meeting, the request came down from the highest authority that we had to use a new type of technology using, and in those days, this was new. Now, now you're doing it on Facebook all the time. The 360, you know what they call the 360 um, um, uh, pan panoramic, too. Yeah, you know, where, yeah. Where, where you can move your phone around and see. Right, right. Right? Yeah, see. But in those yeah. days, you couldn't just, you couldn't do that at all. You had to have special equipment and, and, and whatever. And, and, he, and somehow somebody up, the, up the, the chain of command saw this piece of technology and said they wanted that to use. So, so this company in the States had a website where you shot a 360 panoramic view of a concert, right? From the point of view of the performer. So like the performer's on the stage and he's seeing the crowd and there's a 360 of the whole crowd. You, you know, if you could imagine that, you know, these big stadiums or whatever. And they would put that online so that if you saw yourself in the crowd, you could go and tag yourself and your, share it with your friends on Twitter and Facebook or whatever. 
And people will be like, yeah, whatever, you know, this is great. You know, I, I could see you, you went to this concert, way oh, awesome, whatever. So we went hell hard in trying to find somebody who could shoot this 360-degree panoramic yeah. shot. And right. I remember having a conversation with the only with the man who had the equipment, uh, Brian Smith, um, not Brian, so Brian Lewis, the architect. Wonderful right. guy. Shout out to Brian Lewis. Uh, he's a, the dad of my one of my good friends, Brett Lewis, who doesn't live in China anymore. He's now he sold his business and now he's he's in England having a great old time working as a freelancer. Uh, so shout out to for Brett. Uh, Brett's dad, Brian, had this 360 camera. Which used to which he shot some beautiful shots of Port of Spain and San Fernando and all this kind of thing. So I told him, well, this is what we need or whatever. And he was like, Yeah, I don't think they're gonna really like this idea, but here's the price and how much I'll charge and whatever, whatever. So we had everything lined up. We were ready to go. We had the guys from the the, the people in the software doing it. We we had Brian Lewis and um uh not Brian Lewis, um uh uh, yeah, we had it all set up and ready to go. We had all the cars ready. Right. And in the meeting, in the meeting where we were presenting what we were going to do as part of the campaign, one of the low-level executives said, um, well, you're not thinking that this is a bad idea. I'm like, no, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I, I don't really think all they thought this true. Now, I know that the, the direction came from them huh, to do this. So we just represented it back to them of how we're going to incorporate it with the rest of the campaign. He's like, and this is the early days of Facebook tour. Huh? So Facebook tagging in photos had just kind of really started. He's like, I don't think people really want to be, you know, seen in effect or in a party. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, because you're going and take a photo of some man and a friend going to tag him and he going to see it and his wife going to see him next to the next woman. Nope, not happening. So the other executives, the higher ups in the meeting, started looking at each other and it, it, it clicked to them that that could happen to them. <laughs> <laughs> because you saw it on their face. Yeah, boy. I can't take my outside man slash woman to the fat. I go end up on the internet. Nah, squash this. Squash this. You get rid of that. We don't want that again. We don't want yeah, that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they did yeah. do it. They did do it. Later on, a couple of years later, I saw they did it for themselves without the tagging facility. So it just took them a little while to figure out that they didn't have to do the tagging thing. But I mean, it was useless by that point in time. I mean, by that time, Facebook had photo tagging. Trini scene was tagging people left, right, and sent in photos. You were seeing people was getting in trouble and all kind of thing. Um, actually, one year, um, a guy fell out, a photographer, one of the artists or graphic artists of Trini scene. Yeah. Uh, Trini scene, just for those who don't know, Trini scene was a website. It still kind of is, but it's not. Not the same. Finistine marketed itself as being um, the first social network for Trinidad, where they kind of went to parties and, and fets and bars and all these places, events, took tons and tons of photos of people. This is before Facebook and into Facebook. 
and started posting it online for people to go and see. So he used to go on Trini scene to go and see if they see yourself. And he used to take that photo and share it with your friends. Say, hey, look at you. You and me had this photo. And it was very, very innocent until somebody started seeing, well, I seen the, the ex-wife and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so all my started to happen. But the more they did that, the more Trini scene got popular. So it didn't really work out bad for them. But this guy, he went and he created a website called Anti-Trini Scene. I think it was called that. Or the Trini Scene Alternative or something like that. He took all the photos that were rejected right. and he put them up. And when I tell you, people started seeing themselves because what Trini Scene was doing, the Trini Scene was taking photos, cleaning them up, removing people, changing, taking off blemishes, fixing up people's skin, making them look pretty. And this guy was taking the raw stuff and just throwing it on the internet. And it was like the early days of Facebook. You know, Facebook started with Hot or Not, right? That's how Facebook started. Yeah, it's called Hot or Not, right? And people were going, yeah, 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 she ugly. She really ugly. She, he, ugly, he really ugly. Look that man. And it was all mass. <laughs> yeah, it was everything, all mass. everything was, was just a huge ball of confusion. That's true. You know? Anyway, we strayed completely off the topic, but I just wanted to, to, to say that, you know, that you're spending all of this money, you know, you're not really thinking through the, the, the whole idea, but Facebook came and kind of destroyed all this privacy. And all. We, all, we all know this, the, the story of Facebook, how, how it came into the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean other, than, other than the political ad in terms of the political Sorry, the election in 2021. Is there anything else advertising that stood out for you? I can't think of anything else other than the Christmas campaign for the that network. Um, and that, and that is I can't sad. remember anything before there before that. I'm trying to and remember if there's sad. anything. That is sad the, because I'm still trying to figure out what 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 was so memorable in terms of the advertising for 2021, and my mind is registered a complete blank. I am when was the when when was the when was the, the the balloon thing? That was this year. That was last year. The year before, with the with 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 the KFC and the balloon for uh, Emancipation Day. What what there was an Emancipation Day ad online? Was that twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Every year we have some sort of Emancipation um, brouhaha or some sort of of special holiday brouhaha where the people have to retract the ad and pull it down. We didn't have anything like that in 2021, did we? I remember. Not really. Not to my knowledge. I don't think we've ever had anything like that happening in, in, in 2021. What I, what I remember, what I can recall, and, and this is something that um, the Jouvet debacle is something that, that, that has stayed with me yeah, because Juve, at, yeah, we talked about that. At least we had, too. at least we had a, 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 an A-list celebrity in the form of Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. coming up with the actor, not the basketball player, coming up with this um, bold, new, innovative campaign, and our people just lost it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they figured that how dare this man come along and culturally appro- appropriate us. Because mm-hmm. Juve is supposed to belong to us. Mm-hmm. And when you really think about it, that is partly true. 
because mm-hmm. the thing is that Juve is popular in other Caribbean territories as well. Sure, mm-hmm. that doesn't have a monopoly on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to hear that. Yeah. They just kicked up a fuss, and you. Know, but yeah, they got into they got into changing yeah. the name and all that. I mean, that was it's sad, but at the same time, understandable. Yeah. Speaking of which, we never talked about the Carb campaign, the relaunch of all the Carb brands. Carb is a big yes. brand. Yes, that, that, that happened just before Christmas because this is what it was the brand and everything. Yeah, I remember but that. They got they got um, this celebrity to endorse them in Miami. That was a big deal. DJ yeah, DJ Khaled. We got they got a write up in our age. But yes. it didn't really impact again. You know how much you probably they probably paid DJ Khaled a million dollars just to do that, right? Minimum, wow. right? Okay, mm-hmm. minimum. But again, I mean it's still too early to tell. You can it's only January. It's like when he really relaunched in what mm-hmm. September. You can't yeah. really say whether the campaign has been successful. But I've seen no follow-up to that. You see? So Christmas right. is over, January is starting. Not really seen any kind of, you know, stuff about that, it. But that's, that's, sad, that's sad, though, because you would have expected a, 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 a conglomerate like that to come up with a far more detailed, a far more um, precision-based kind of campaign that would yeah. that would target, um, you know, the, the, the new look with respect to the bear. In in, yeah. in in where Chinese people the most, yeah. but then again, you see what you also need to take into consideration is because of what's going on around us. Um, social mobility is limited yeah. in terms of moving about and interacting with people, so yeah. they have to again they have to try something new. Um, yeah. But the DJ Khaled thing wasn't for us, you know. That was for no, the American for market. That was yeah. for the Miami market because the. They're trying to sell the, the product outside, which is a great idea. And I think I think we should be supported for that. But, but my again, my problem, yeah, right. But my problem with the ad was that with the, with the series of ads featuring DJ Khaled was that he was making references to things that are totally alien to us in terms of Trinidad yeah. and Tobago society. I think he was talking yeah. about like jerk chicken and 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 and, and things like that, <laughs> and that is only possible. You know that that applies to Jamaica, not not to Trinidad and Tobago, and mm-hmm. it kind of reinforces the 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 um, wrong assumption that when you when you say that you come from the Caribbean, people will ask you, well, what part of Jamaica are you from? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know what you know. As far as the Americans are concerned, and and I now look, I love my American people. Don't don't get me wrong, I love my American brothers and sisters, but when it comes to geography, you guys suck. Um. You you come from the West, yeah. you come from the Caribbean, but the English yeah. people too. The English people yeah. didn't even know we were colonies. We're like we had colonies. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That that must have been. I don't even want to know what that was about. I don't even want to know what that was about. But um, yeah. And and I you know from from an aesthetic perspective, once once they came up with the with the um with the labels and everything and the cans for caram and everything, I looked at it and I thought, well, this isn't bad. This isn't bad at all. 
And then they came up with it with a totally different um here's the thing. Once they came up with an entirely different brand, the Carib Blue, I think it's called. There yeah. are people there are people in one camp who absolutely love it. And then yeah. there are people in another camp who absolutely do not love it. They they, yeah. they loathe it tremendously. Again, you know, it's a polarization of people because there are people who love Karen and there are people who love Stag, and the two of them fight each other all the time. But it's coming from the same company, you jump. It's coming from the same company. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> morons. What what is it from um Blazing Silence? You know, morons. Yeah, you know, the, they are the common clay of the of the new West. You know, morons. But I mean uh, I mean I, it's 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 something to, to but um, the polarization that, that you keep talking about, I think that's something that is, this is something that we've had to deal with from, 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 from day one, uh, to try something new. I think certain conditions have to take place in order for people to say, well, you know what, we've had enough of this brand. We need to try something new. And I think one of the, one of the variables that we need to, that, that, that I think one of the indispensable conditions is that people have quite simply had enough of the brand. They've had brand fatigue and they want to try something new. And it's based on the premise that this brand did not deliver for whatever reason it was, for whatever reason. Now, keep in mind that there are people who are going to stick with their brand no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it could, be, it could be the suckiest bar of soap in the world in that you can use it and you still smell like a ram goat, but you know they're going to stick with it anyway. Because why? Because their father used the soap, their mother used the soap before, and it worked for them. It's got to work for me. But as we all know, that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Um, if you can get if you can get company A to make more money than company B, you need to find out why. You need to conduct postmortems. If I happen to be the CEO of a company that makes cars, and for some reason. Um, people are gravitating towards my competitors' vehicles. They prefer my, their vehicles to mine. And when they tell you what what it is that they love about their about, about their you know the other guy's vehicles, I want to know why too. So how do I look at our how do we look at ourselves objectively and see what we can do to improve? You know, that's the that's the problem. That's the challenge right there. Uh, I, we, um, and we, <laughs> I I want to look forward to. This year, I want to say, I mean, we can't, we can't predict. We certainly didn't predict what was going to happen in 2020, 2021. So no, we didn't. Predicting, predicting out is completely out of, out of view. Yeah. And this is our first ever episode in our in beginning of the year. So we don't want to start a trend of saying we're going to predict them, you know. Yeah. But the trends right now, like, like we were discussing before we, we started the show, um, the trend seems to be that everybody's trying to get on board of their own personal individual brand. Um, right. What I want to do is I want to bring one of my friends, Jamila uh, Bannister, because that's her thing for personal branding, on to kind of talk more about that in some of the coming episodes. Because mm -hmm. one of the trends I think is happening is, or one of the trends I think a lot of the Mm -hmm. the, the people are seeing is that they're moving from being influencers and having personal brands to becoming more solidified as a brand. Mm -hmm. So you, you're having people who are 
we're reaching the level of, well, I'm no longer, I'm no longer Ian. I'm Ian the brand. Mm-hmm. And and whether or not that's true or not is 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 irrelevant to them. That's how they see themselves, yeah. you know. Yeah. Which is a trend that has been developing since Kim Kardashian exposed herself. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, I watched. I finally got a chance to sit down over the Christmas vacation and watch The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it never occurred to me that nobody knew who this Kardashian guy was. Robert Kardashian. They, Robert Kardashian was a nobody. I mean, he was yeah. an influential lawyer, but he was retired. And suddenly yeah. he becomes famous and his, and his family became famous. And then the kids go and do what they did, which we will not get into because it's a PG-13 <laughs> show. It's very um, much a PG-13 show, yeah. But, but the, thing is, the thing is, that trend has continued, you know, up until where everybody wants to be the next this or that or whatever. And I think it's just going to get, I wouldn't call it worse, it's just going to get more solidified, where people are going to start being less associated with a group think and more in an individual think. So uh, whether that has happened already, I guess maybe it has. I'm not a big, I'm not a big man to go and follow all of these influences. And that, that's not who I am. You know, I'm still old school advertising, you know. But the, the, there are people who are starting companies to kind of represent these influencers as influencers. You know, it's 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 a very interesting paradigm. That's, that's developing or has developed. And I think that's just going to continue this year. Uh, whether we have a giant, some knock word, we don't have any kind of um, major upheaval, something bad is like, you know, Titanic level sinking set of thing that goes on, you know, hopefully we don't have that kind of stuff. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much going to stay the course of we are working from home, we are all individuals sitting down home, but we are all interacting through think, social media. I'm scratching too. John? Yes. Oh, okay. Kind of disappeared there. No, I'm still here. Okay. I'm still here. Yeah. All right. So we want to we wanna wrap this up because we've talked like a long time and we've meandered and Weaved around and talked absolutely rubbish. But people are like, What the? Why am I listening to this? Calling <laughs> you guys, F you, delete, unsubscribe. Yeah, okay, cool. We'll see you later, alligator. Uh, we love you all. We love you all. We, we, we are going to, we are definitely going to be doing. Uh, specific things we, we have some plans um, but again we always ask for your contributions whether it be monetary or idea monetary or, or, or you, you have a creative idea and listen if you think for some for whatever reason that we're talking a pile of unmitigated horse shit you can yeah. always come on and tell us why we're talking yeah, a bunch of absolutely, absolutely. and we'll be more than happy to have you so you can have a voice and tell us. So, yeah, nothing is out of down, down below in the description, there's links to our Twitter. Uh, you could get John on Twitter. Uh, you could get me I'm on a Twitter Instagram. Account, but it's one word. Call you back. Uh, 
probably the fastest way to get to me is to email me, yenadwilddesigns.pro, which is uh-huh. linked down in the description, as well as subscribe mm-hmm. to us on, on YouTube. Now, for those of you now joining us for the first time, we mm-hmm. like you to subscribe to our podcast mm-hmm. on Apple and Spotify, whichever you prefer, or any of the other um, podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, things. But we release the this episode a week later on YouTube. So if you want to subscribe to us on YouTube and you just like to listen to us over time, no problem. We put it up on YouTube a week later. So if you want to go to YouTube and see our past episodes, they're all there. Uh, just at first, but that's not important right now. And uh, of course, you know, give us a little like and a share. And, you know, we'll, we'll be appreciative of that. Um, we had our 2021 countdown in December, and our number one was what was the number one show? Um, the Halloween special. That was our number the one. Halloween show. special. There yeah. you go. Yeah, the stories, the stories um, that, that made up the scary stories. Um, scary stories. Yeah. Right. So, Jared, we will see you see do this next week. And I hope Hopefully, you yes. join, join us next week. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, yes. Is there anything else? You want? Yeah, we usually define something at the end of the show. What are we defining? We already defined a banker. What, what are we defining yeah. today? Um, what are we defining today? What are we defining today? Uh, what are we defining today? Um, well, okay. We came up with the concept of groupthink. And now, what is groupthink? What, what is, is groupthink? <laughs> okay, well, groupthink, if memory serves me right, is when you have a bunch of people committed to a particular idea or ideal, and they, it's it, it, it's it's very difficult to 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 say to rouse people out of that of that that kind of con- mind conditioning, that kind of mental conditioning. Yeah, that I think that as as clumsy as that was, that's that's the best definition of groupthink I, I can I, I can think of. I can work with that. I can work with that. But, you know, but that's not that's, 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 that's not important right now. No, it's it's not. All right, people. See you all later and have a creative week. Have a creative have a week. week. Have there a good week, John. Stay safe. You too. You stay safe too, but all right. All right.